When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Kimberly is okay. Um, it's sort of an escape room where we invite a person from the comedy community that we really respect <laughs> into the studio and uh, do weird audio tests for an hour. Okay, to, see if they figure um, out how the fuck to get out of here. Interesting. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm on camera. It's it's wild. It should it be is. on camera. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't know why <laughs> someone like, and it's this is gonna be on CBS. That's what's crazy. Oh shit. This is a network show. My mom Why? Has Why are they letting us do this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there you go. Why are they letting us do this? She's going to see you being pranked. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Uh, so this episode is... So first of all, we have Kimberly Clark here with wait, us. Wait, are we recording? Oh, God. I don't know now. Yeah, I we do. Know. Hello, I'm Alice. I'm in Canada. In what city? Vancouver. 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 I thought you were in Toronto doing the underground. No, I just keep being in Vancouver every time you ask if I'm in Toronto. <laughs> and that'll be and that'll be our our little dance that we do. Amazing. Well, good. It's I'm down for it. Brad, would you pour me some coffee? Oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Love so to, love to hear it. I mean, you have to. Uh, so I Borg is the episode today, but I want to introduce our guest first. So you guys know each other. I just met Kimberly, and she Did immediately you talk about Gustavo. Yeah, immediately <laughs> was like, "Wait one second. I put it all together when she said Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Where are you from?" And I was like, "Venezuela." And it took her a second because I know it sounds like Minnesota. <laughs> 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 but yeah, once she untangled from Minnesota is like hello I'm from Minnesota <laughs> hi I'm from Venezuela actually that's not true it thank you um, it happens you every time you have to know the difference between I understand I'm sure it does happen yeah but, okay question I'm, I've am i been shipping I've been shipping I've been shipping it's just I've been shipping like... Kimberly and Gustavo for a while is it possible I mean he just got married again I'm not trying to do anything like that with him. I just want to put my just oh, run my fingers yeah. through his hair one time. <laughs> that's and it. That's not I think no one has ever run his fingers, their fingers through his hair, and that's maybe a fact. Um, Why not? It's so lustrous. I've only seen it stay the same. <laughs> he cut it though recently, right? He cut his hair. Thank you, Brett. 
Brett brought me coffee and blue agave and just like. You can drink it like that? Give me a couple pats in the back. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I needed it. I'm just furious and jealous. Sorry. Sorry, Alice. What's going on here? Well, without me? Um, I would really like for you guys to meet. He's kind. Of, he's really nice. He's just like a dude, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you're from Venezuela. You're just like a, <laughs> you're just a dude, like a dude, just like <laughs> just a person. Hey yo. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Kim, what happens? Kimberly asked me about Gustavo, and uh, I found out she played a bunch of instruments when she was little. So that's like impressive. Mm-hmm. I always get impressed by like trombone. What is it? Trombone. No, I played a clarinet. Clarinet. Um, mm-hmm. And saxophone. Saxophone. It was not tenor. It was tenor saxophone on top of any. So two wind instruments. It is impressive because most people don't play wind instruments, and really? then to have gone with two. Like I feel like so many people play, play string instruments. Okay. I mean, everybody plays guitar like at some point, right? And or piano. piano. I started right? with piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still so like? That's three. Do you know any songs in the piano or like if you see it, you're like, oh, I, want I can tinkle here and there. Yeah. I said tinkle like I'm a pee on the keys. <laughs> tinkle. Um, did you play? urinate directly. On the <laughs> <laughs> did you guys play any instruments? I didn't grow up. You didn't? I wish. I played viola and bass. Oh, wow. And a little guitar. But um, all these things that yeah. I didn't know about Alice suddenly come out flying. Oh, nice. My dad was a um, viola music store owner. My dad was a viola. Uh, I'm actually half viola. Oh, oh. I'm sorry yeah. if I ever offended you. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a lot of people don't know that about that me. That's your um, heritage. Um, <laughs> violian. Half, yeah, you're, are you a violian? Uh, yeah. What's like a, like a big um, holiday for you? The violians? Yeah. Um, well, we have, um, resin festival, hmm. which is when, <laughs> okay, our bows give resin to each other. Mm. Okay. I don't know. This is, I, I can't with this bit. It's a good bit. It's, I'm not up to it. Well, you took the great bit. Well, and you're in Vancouver, not even Toronto. So <laughs> it's kind of, it's hard for you. I understand. So I'm excited about this episode. I Borg. Um, it is thought, the best. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. Well, I've thought about it on, on and off since I watched the, the I watched the entire show for the first time. Um, and I was wondering when I was watching it today what it would be like for Kimberly, it, because I don't know mm-hmm. if you've watched mm-hmm. Star Trek before. So I guess I'll ask yeah. you first. Like, what's your history? My Star Trek history. Yeah. My brother is a Trekkie, but I just will walk by the TV and be and like, just like yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but his, um, I hate to say baby's mama because that just sounds so. My niece's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the relationship? But that's the, do they? It is the relationship, but yeah. still, you know, I never liked that. That just sounds Baby so, mama. Yeah, it sounds Baby ratchet. It sounds a well, little also, ratchet. It also, like, it also, like, it stunts the growth of the, like, it's like it puts the baby as always In a baby. baby. It's a baby forever. Like the baby is always a baby. A baby, now, right. Which, and she's not you know a baby I mean? anymore. You know, it does stunt the growth. <laughs> the stunt the growth. <laughs> but anyways, his his child's mother, yeah. my niece's um, mom is a Trekkie, like, 
serious, serious Trekkie. Like she came out here mm-hmm. and she laid down on um, William Shatner's star on the mm-hmm. <laughs> Walk of Fame. Whoa. And they go on Star Trek cruises. Did you guys know yeah. Star Trek cruises? Oh, existed. Yeah. I, wait one second. This is exactly what I'm. If I'm on the phone, this is what I'm doing. See, I'm not playing. You're gonna I'm look not on it my up? phone playing. Yeah, Star Trek cruise. Not playing Cruci- Candy, Candy Yeah, Crush. where they actually like decorate the ship, like it looks yeah. like the Enterprise, basically. And then they have like a cast member from Star Trek right. that they can actually meet. And I think the last one they went to, William Shatner was there, or they're going to the one that William Shatner is going to be at. I know all about Star Trek cruises. Really? Like, Have not, you been on not one? Because, not because of Star Trek. Just because I love it. I love, I'm a big cruise head. You are? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. This is so funny. I, like, you could say that. I would just be- believe it. I would believe <laughs> yeah, that right? you're, you're cruise head. I don't know. I would question that, Alice, for Thank you. Thank you, Kimberly. You're Thank welcome. you. Yeah. A little bit of faith. I would question that. Wow. Cruises are okay for like a three-day a three-day cruise is doable for me. Look at what happens. With the web- no one can see this, but if you go into the StarTrekCruise.com, which is the website, uh, first, when you scroll, so the background is like a nebula or something, and when you scroll things up, it just like shakes. Oh, that's dope. It's I like disturbing. that. You don't like that? I like it. I'm just wondering if it's a, the the overall site experience or if it's a mistake, but it's sounds cr- it's like it's reformatting every time. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I wonder what I would do with all the cast members and a cruise for so long. You know? I just think they do like one or two at a time. I don't think they all go to one. Right. That would be overwhelming. I mean, Man, for all parties. Amazing. Like, I can only think about getting like shipwrecked. Ooh. With them, right? Ooh. Like that's a great idea for a movie, right? Like a convention, like fandom type ship. It oh. doesn't have to be Star Trek, but like anything like that, where it's like, oh, I'm such a huge fan of like the the Law and Order. <laughs> like I don't know, you do a Law and Order crew, and then you get like stuck on an island with the cast of Law and Order, and everybody's <laughs> kind of stuck, and then they get to learn who they really are. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just but like then it's still like dun dun. <laughs> where 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 does this cruise ship go? I think it's somewhere in the Caribbean. So wait, who did the cruise ship? I think Your it brother? might be Car- my my um niece's mom. The niece's mom. With your brother with your brother? With my brother, yes. Did they have fun? Did she so like Star Trek? Yeah. Or they're together? My niece they're not together. My niece likes it okay, but I think she was kind of like it was just part of her childhood, so it's like one of those things where you, yeah, because you grew up with it, you just kind of, you know, you, you just know it. You know it. Yeah. So she kind of knows it. She's she's not as enthusiastic about it as her mom, but she's fairly excited when she goes. So wait, brother and 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 niece's mama mm-hmm. met during. College during college, and mm-hmm. they just separately were Star Trek fans. I believe, yeah, yeah, because he liked Star Trek before he met her. Yeah, and she just liked Star Trek separately. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was something they had in common. Wow. I don't know if that came up in their relationship. I I'm, imagine it did. Oh, I mean, it did. But I wasn't. It really. <laughs> I wasn't in the fibers of their union. The fibers. 
I was um I was in the fibers speaking of the fibers of the union, um, this episode today. <laughs> was that good? That was a nice transition. I tried. I liked it. I tried. Like would would your brother be excited that you're watching this episode? Mm. Or an episode? I think he kind of grew out of it. Out of Star Trek, so I don't, you know, I, he he would probably have a mild excitement to it. My niece's mom, <laughs> okay. my niece's mom definitely would. Really, okay. she definitely yeah. would be hype. I almost want to like tell her to listen. I'm gonna tell her to because I think she'll really appreciate it. She'll probably become a fan of this podcast. That's so cool. We, uh, That's nice. I'm not gonna say we need fans right now, but uh, look, Kimberly, <laughs> we need all tell, we can tell take. Anybody. Tell anybody you can, okay? Uh, I'll tell the world. <laughs> All we can grab. And so so you've seen it in passing, like, scoffing. Scoffing? No, I wasn't scoffing. It just didn't... <laughs> it didn't, like, hold my attention, you know? You couldn't give a fuck. Well, here, here we are. Got your attention. Yeah. Made you. Forced you. I lured you with this. We lured. It was a good episode, though. I'm not gonna. This yeah. is what I'm saying. I'm glad I, you got a good one. I got a lot out of it, actually. Oh, good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into it. I really. No, I'm really gonna. I want to preamble a little bit because I really appreciate when we bring a new person into the show when we get to have one of these episodes, which are. I love. This is probably. I know this is one of my top five. Mm-hmm. Might be my top three. I love this episode so much. I think it does so it has something for everybody. I think it like showcases the different members of the, except for Troy, of course, the different members of the crew really well. And I yeah. just, I just love the, what Jordy does in it. I love Jordy is such a good character, and I love him. So. Which one was Troy? Uh, Troy is the ship's counselor. She's got big brunette. Hair. Oh, her with the poofy poof mm-hmm, up top. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the poofy poof. That's literally mm-hmm. half her like life went into like poofy poofs. Um, so let's read the uh, season five episode twenty three. If you think the season's about to end, you're in for a surprise. There's four more episodes. Um, so this episode, <laughs> I bored. I don't know why they did also like the next phase and Iborg are both like Jordy heavy episodes where like Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Like where like they the Enterprise re- is sometimes the the um Netflix the way they order them is separate, like different from the way they they were actually aired. Hmm. Oh really? You know? Yeah. Let's see. Um 122nd of 176 released. And then no. The next one is the next one. Okay, well, fuck, you didn't have to look that. that up and name me like an asshole. It was already here, so there we go. <laughs> I'm already that uh, that fan. All right. Okay, so it says the oh you I know you're doing that. It's called season five, episode twenty three. I Borg. The Enterprise finds the a lone Enterprise Borg, finds a lone Borg drone, drone separated, separated from, from the collective, collective and brings him and brings him aboard aboard. A Borg. Resistance to that to me doing that with you was futile. I that I thought I figured, and so I just didn't even try to resist it. <laughs> I was just like, let's make it let's let it let it happen. Uh, so here we go. So here we got them. They find the Borg. They find the 
kind of Borg. So, basically in this episode, I was wondering, Kimberly, if you mm-hmm. were like, what the hell is going on here with this Borg business if you have never watched Star Trek? Yeah, I had to watch it twice, and I even got a little confused in the middle mm-hmm. when the captain um, addressed the Borg. And I don't, I don't want to jump ahead, yep, yep, so we better. Yep. Oh, that exact, that's exactly the scene I exactly. where I was like, Kimberly's got to be confused in this And I was like, scene. is there an infiltrator in the house? Because, <laughs> because I was confused the first time I saw it. Yeah. So, okay. I was watching this in order. Riker to Enterprise. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough scene. So we like, have an away uh-huh. team of Riker... Worf and Dr. Crusher, and they are in a crash site in a snowy, nice, snowy place. And then they find it's like an Aspen, it's like an Aspen, like Aspen were made out of paper mache, like a park city, like the the (laughs) faraway parts. Um, I noticed that everything is like a big pile of trash covered in paper mache, (laughs) and then there's just snow. It's a terrible, it's like a nativity, like a mall nativity. It's amazing yeah. how they don't wear coats or. I know that was first crazy. Wear too. your gloves. There's snow everywhere. They don't do any of that stuff. And they're just chilling. What is it? Maybe it's warm snow. Mm. They just don't prefer. They have warm snow. So they found a, a Borg male adolescent bar- badly hurt. Oh my god, that was hard to say. Um, and so immediately Picard gets. So this is when I explained this to you. Okay. The second, the second they they find the, this Borg in the on the ground, Picard gets this like huge reaction, like get out of there. Yeah, and it's because the Borg is a species. They're an alien race. They're not necess- They're not really human. Mm-hmm. They just like assimilate cultures of humanoids and connect everyone to a machine. And everyone is part of the everything. So it's like a collective. That sounds like me to my cell phone. <laughs> really? That's yes. what you do. Right? I mean, <laughs> sounds like everyone to their cell phones. Yeah. That we are the Borg. Oh, no, I meant just Kimberly. No, you just are kidding. even worse. You are too. Get it? You're even Ooh. worse. <laughs> and I'm even worse. Okay, I'm so borging, they, I'm Borging to you guys right now. I'm like mm-hmm. a very, yeah, I'm not dumb Borg. <laughs> I'm like a valley board. A valley board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, So that is when she explains that to you. So what happens? Like is, you, you said that at the beginning. This is when I explain this to you. Because Picard gets so upset about this board, like finding because the board, and he's like, get him. the fuck out of there. Because they all are connected to wherever there's Borg like that. They don't leave the dead behind. They just like, they recycle it, but they don't leave them behind. Okay. Yeah. So Similar to a German cockroach. You see one, you got cockroaches. What kind? A German cockroach? They don't hang out by themselves. Yes. Oh, okay. That's how like in Israel they are about about bodies. If you're like- cockroach which are gigantic ones that you see on the street it's like you don't necessarily mean that there's like if you find one in your apartment that doesn't necessarily mean that like some wall is crawling with them but the german ones are always proliferating right so you know that you have them in your, in your building oh, if i you guess see it, i didn't mean to take us in this direction if you see it around mm-hmm. you know it's in your there's building. At you see least one, you, there's a million it's a yeah it's yeah. A, exactly with the borg it's the same they're always hanging out 
together, right? They don't like have a bunch of war scattered across the galaxy. They don't. They they right. always like go together in this cube machine. Mm-hmm. But they're so creepy. Like even even if you if the an away team will beam on board of the cube, they don't even look at them. Okay, they're just like together down like so focused on like their mission of assimilating other cultures, mostly like mm-hmm. to take um, and uh, to take any kind of technology. So they're really like it's just <clears> like <throat> a machine absorbing more humans into like. Turning them into this into big, big machine. Okay. Um, but they say they only they assimilate Picard. Part two of this explanation is that Picard <laughs> got <still> assimilated. <laughs> right. That's that's how I interpreted it because he, the Borg, the adolescent Borg, um, mm. acted like he recognized Hugh. him. Hugh. Yeah. He's like three of five. Yeah, three of five. Yeah, because he was like, "You're not Hugh. That's not how you say." So I'm like, "So the um, captain is a Borg, he, and he's trying to turn everybody else into one." No, no, he he got assimilated into the Borg because he knows everything about the Federation. Okay, and the Borg was attacking the Federation, like it was trying to assimilate the Federation and Earth. They were near Earth, nearing okay. Earth. Um, so he's no longer a Borg. He's no longer a Borg, but it was a two-part episode, and it's like this dramatic thing that happened to him. Uh-huh. So, so how do you get reversed? How did they do it? With, they hacked remember. it. They like, tweezers. <laughs> like, ah, I gotta like see the episode. Easy. They remove the um, the pieces from his like uh, the implants. They put these implants in them. They removed them, and he they, was touch and go for a while, but they got him back somehow. Yeah, he. Um, they put him in this like in this like uh, circle thing, and they connected certain things to him. And there was something that like changed because you have the mind of the collective. So mm-hmm. there was like some kind of thing they they installed in there where like his brain changed. Okay, some idea or like something. An, what the Borg is sort of an interpretation of like the singularity like the matrix when everybody's connected via the internet via their brains and mm-hmm. we no longer have separation from reality and virtual reality well the board basically is on the internet all the time and talking to each other on their brains and they've evolved so- in such a way that like instead of it being like people arguing with each other it's like everybody just has one voice i, so, I interpreted it as like group think. yeah yeah so this is yeah. picard being haven't been absorbed. Oh, I see. He looks okay. super great with their weird abs. So, um, let me see. The so, Borg intended. So the, to, go ahead. So go the ahead. trauma from that. So the trauma from having been absorbed makes him super skittish with the the Borg. He's like, okay, we got to go now. It's like not. They're not people. They're just a machine. They're gonna try to kill us. Don't treat them like people. That's his kind of first. You know reaction to anytime he encounters the Borg after that episode. Huh, okay. And so that's kind of where the where the whole plot of this episode starts. Okay. Yeah, Picard's assimilation allowed the Borg to acquire the whole of his knowledge and experience as well of his own personal knowledge. So basically every kind of like damn nuclear code <laughs> was like assimilated into mm-hmm. his like culture. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
Despite the separation from the collective, Borg drones that had never encountered Locutus, such as Third of Five, still referred to Picard using the, this name, due to Locutus' experience remaining within the shared hive mind. Hmm. So, um, so this is about, yeah, this is about other shows, and yep. Yeah, and so. when he does that scene you're talking about, Kimberly, where he, Kimberly's referring to the scene where Picard is finally alone with Hugh, right. the Borg. So we're jumping way ahead. But basically, he's like, I am Lacutus. And he starts to try to give the Borg that he sees information. And like, he tries to sort of talk to him like Lacutus would talk to another Borg, mm-hmm. um, I guess, in their heads. Let's just and see so it. he's like, yo, here's your, oh, you're just going to play? Okay. Well, I, what I'm what I'm thinking is like, yeah. Well, we'll get to to why Picard eventually talks to him, and it's a big deal that he's talking. It's like a big plot point that Picard ends up talking to this Borg, and the reason is because he's he like this character since that happened has been traumatized about it. Like the Borg right. is a thing that like it's a trigger for him. Right. So even though this is episodical, they never like. Like we all went through it as fans, so mm-hmm. they never fully released that from the character. It's not like forgotten forever, right? Unlike Troy with the puffs, like sometimes she gets like pregnant and gives birth on the same episode, and then the next one she's fine. Right. Sometimes yeah. like they're big plot points that happen, especially to the captain, where like it kind of remains part of the show. Okay. Um. So that's why he Ready was so transport. darn upset. So darn upset. So the. Worf. Proceed. He looks Worfing. shook too. Yeah. <laughs> mm, he's so cute. Yeah. Who's cute? The Borg. I think the Borg. I think is so cute. too. Yeah. They're like roaches, like a lot, a, like steampunk roaches. Oh my god, he's adorable. Locutus. Locutus. Locuties. <laughs> Yes. I am Locutus of Borg. So immediately Picard is like testing to see if this bitch is gonna like. Why are you here? Call. This is a primitive culture. Or like I respond as a. Facilitate. Or try to assimilate. Yeah. Identify yourself. So he was pretending like he was. Yeah. You. Okay, gotcha. He's just he was trying to get identify his Borg nature to come out. Mm-hmm. We are Hugh. This is not a Borg identification. Third of five. This culture will be assimilated. I do not wish it. Irrelevant. So he, yeah, it's Picard acting like us. the Borg, and the Borg resistance is futile. Like the Enterprise, you know, like okay. resistance is not futile. Which no Borg has ever Some said that. Escaped. They will be found. Imagine. It is inevitable. Imagine all the things that actor had to do all to sound like that. Yeah. Must Jordy be assimilated? Oh. Yes. Oh my God, so cute. I know. He does not wish it. I would like to play that Borg. He would rather die than be assimilated. Then he will die. No. Cool eye. Jordy must not die. It'd be Come funny on. if there was just a, a like Jordy, a, a tear friend. coming out of his all artificial eye. To assimilate this vessel. <laughs> it's just like pixels. 
You are Borg. You will assist us. I will not. And this is where Picard's like, wait. Yeah. I he said, will I. not assist you. Go ahead. Jordy must not be assimilated. But you are Borg. No. I am Hugh. Oh. Yeah, hell yeah. This is good. So yeah. Yeah, right? I know. It's like the the moment where like he just separated from this like bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the Janet Jackson song Control. When she's like, When <gasps> I was seventeen, I did what people told me. <laughs> oh. It was like her breakout. <laughs> That's amazing. It is like Cute. that. It's like um finding your voice. What is the other one that I listened to that it's about that? Uh, Kelly Clarkson's, um, <laughs> what is it? Holy. Is it Breakaway? Yeah, Breakaway. Yeah. <laughs> it's Breakaway, baby. <laughs> breakaway. <laughs> it's Breakaway mixed with uh, Control, mixed with, um, what else? Let it go from, from, let it go from Frozen. Frozen, definitely. Yeah. Let it go. I'm not Borg. I'm not Borg anymore. I am you. I'm not Borg. <laughs> <laughs> I take these tubes out of my head. Uh, they call be- me three or five, but now I'm. Now I'm Hugh. Let it go. And it could be like uh, Borg on Ice. <laughs> Borg on Ice. I would definitely watch. Just like, if there's like Star Trek every- Cruises, why not need to Borg put on more Ice? more stuff on Ice. That's next. <laughs> They just like come to your seat and assimilate you by like giving you little kisses oh. on your neck. Yep, 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 yep. So how on do the Borg? Pro- we don't do that. How do they procreate? Well, how do they procreate? They have like uh, like um, drawers with Romantic the incubators. Incubators. <laughs> Incubator drawers. Yeah, they have like okay. uh, drawers with babies. Like they. I in- liked my joke. They oh. Incubate. <laughs> so. <laughs> They go to drive-in movies. <laughs> and then just let nature take... Throw on some Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. It's like the Matrix where they're, like, growing babies in a little thing, which doesn't work. Like, I know that that's a thing in, in sci-fi, but, like, you can't just grow, right? Because, like, the, don't the babies not work then? Like, it's not functioning? Okay, well, I guess I'm way out of depth here. If you just grow it in yourself. It says, so Picard plays along, attempted to bring out Hugh's full Borg-like nature. Instead, it brings out Hugh's individuality. The thought of LaForge and the others being assimilated seems to frighten Hugh, who has developed feelings of his own and refuses to help assimilate them. Most moving to Picard is Hugh's sudden uh, grasp and use of the word I. True. So... Yeah, I mean, we basically <laughs> skipped all the way to the climax, but yeah, that's did. good. Because um, so the the beginning of this is is Picard. So to me, this is an and episode. there's these incredible scenes with with Guinan. Yes, that's the other highlight I think of this whole episode. Whoa. Which- Gun. Deserves more time, to be honest. Let's let's go let's go through it. So what happens first is that they find the Borg uh, in a snowy, you know, place. In a winter wonderland. <laughs> in a winter wonderland. And then Picard is like, kill him. And and Crusher is like, no, this is a 
person. It's a patient. And to Picard, it's like, they are like just a thing. They're a thing. Think how, think how bored Beverly is at this point. She's like, no, a patient. We're in the space future. Nobody's ever sick. I know. Please let me have this. She has something to do. So here we go. Troy, Troy, with the hard questions facing. If there was anything you wanted to talk about. I don't think so, Counselor. I would have thought having a Borg on the ship would stir some feelings. I'm quite recovered from my experience, thank you. Sure. Sometimes, even when a victim has dealt with his assault, there are residual effects of the event that linger. Except not for me. Violently by the Borg, kidnapped, assaulted, mutilated. Counselor. Counselor, I very much appreciate your concern for me, but I can assure you it is quite misplaced. She is like <laughs> a full empath who has like telepathy, so she knows he's having yeah. issues. Yeah, he's rattled, and he's like, "Bitch, I'm fine." Yeah, yeah. Weigh the possible risks, and I'm convinced that we are doing the right thing. Now I am quite comfortable with my decision. I see. Well, if at any point you want to talk more. I shall certainly avail myself of your help. Perfect makeup, Troy. Well, bye. It was nice seeing you this episode. She's like, this makeup didn't do the trick. Her hair reminds me of, what was that show with uh, Chloe Sevigny? Um, Sister wives? Yeah, she has a sister wife hair. Mm -hmm. It's when you don't do any chemical processing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just gets it gets that big. <laughs> Hemorrhaging, but some of the implants in his brain were damaged. So they have to remove them. What happened? What's happening is that they're trying to save him really hard. Forward programming interface protocol. His brain's hemorrhaging. Downloaded after your experience, Captain. I think I can manage it. That'll kill you. Mister Forge. Do you know enough about Borg programming to alter the pathways to their root command structure? So right. Immediately, Picard gets the idea to try to get some like kind of message or like virus that will get from him through the entire board collective and destroy their system. Okay, because they are like a very dangerous enemy. Probably like the only one they can't outnumber or like just. They took so many like ships to even like defeat them and it was so mm-hmm. hard it was like this epic battle so mm-hmm. really really outmatched outmatched out Outma- outmatched by oh. the board now you're making me question the term kimberly like what did you feel like maybe halfway through the episode like were you or like even in the beginning were you kind of like why are they being so mean to this guy or um yeah well i was kind of like why did they even let him on the ship if you right. know, he was such a source of, you know, right. pain yeah. for the captain, particularly. And it's that's really because Beverly makes them. Beverly makes them. She was very adamant about it. And then the fact that he was an adolescent, and I was like, well, maybe he's less um, mm. harmful because he's a younger mm. Borg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, because the second they're they're going to go back and get the body, and if he's not there, they're gonna look for him, and it's likely that they're gonna register that the ship is here. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're basically fucked. Like just right. having this Borg on board is like a time clock. Right, it's a time. But Beverly is like, even if he's young, 
Mm-hmm. It's just like the system of the board, right? Right. But Beverly's always like, it's a person. It's my duty. Like, I'm not supposed yeah, she really fucks things up. But I do think she was bored. I mean, she <laughs> it's was. It's like the alt title for this episode is I Bored. I Bored. Crushy story. <laughs> I Borg. And then she says, I Bored. Oh, you Borg, I Bored. Get on board my ship. You can be my bored Borg on board. And she's like doing beat poetry and everybody's like, just let it, let her have it. Oh my we're God. Sick of, like, we're sick of going to her beat poetry. The system's concert. failure will destroy them. So I just think we should be clear about that. We're talking about annihilating an entire So they're race. having a meeting about what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But as I see it, the Borg leave us with little choice. I agree. We're at war. There's been no formal declaration of war. Not from us, but certainly from them. They've attacked us at every encounter. They've declared war in our way of life. We had to be assimilated. But even in war, there are rules. You don't kill civilians indiscriminately. There are no civilians among the Borg. Think of them as a single true. collective being. There's no one Borg who is more an individual than your arm or your leg. How convenient. Your point, Doctor. When I look at my patient, I don't see a collective consciousness. I don't see a hive. I, I see, see a, a project to keep me busy. Who has been hurt yeah. and needs our help. And we're talking about sending him back to his people as an instrument of destruction. It comes down to this. We're faced with an enemy who are determined to destroy us. And we have no hope of negotiating a peace. Unless that changes, we are justified in doing anything we can to survive. She's like a bored, rich housewife with a, um, yep. like a nonprofit that gets messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Gets messy real quick. It gets like exactly. illegal. So <laughs> now he's tapping on that glass like mm-hmm. he looks like a mime. It's good act. Yeah, it is good. You, oh, he has like an Edward Scissors hands type of vibe. Yeah. To him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! If no one's ever said that, it's totally true. It's done data, right? It's like very innocent and like kind of mm-hmm. like um, delicate. Oh, delicate you're talking to kill about, you. Um, Hugh, I thought you meant Data has a um, Edward Scissorhands vibe. No, Look, I guess guys, yeah. just guys with white paint on their face is really what I'm reacting to. Yeah, I guess so. So they figure out that the Borg is really hungry and trying to eat, and they decide to feed it uh, with I energy. Eat this way, me I'm too. Scared. Right. Yeah. So this is Jordy. Okay, so here's Guinan number one. Guinan That's me at the, snoo- oh at the smoothie bar. Well enough. My- Today. You were dropping your foil. You kept letting me inside. Oh, but if I lift up, you lunge right underneath. Let's face it, you're much better at this than I am. What is that hair cover? It matches her gloves. It looks nice. It's cool. She's it's so kind of like, I know. I understand we have a guest on Amazing. It's yes. like a fancy hairnet. Is that wise? It's like probably technological sure. and does so. something somehow. Like I thought I understood you. Shield, God, some kind understand. of shield. Yeah. With an errand of mercy, he was injured. Dr. Crusher decided for humanitarian reasons to care for him. They're going to come after us, you know that. So, you- I just got to say this. Do you know Whoopi's character in the show? Do you know anything about it? No, not so, at all. It's, it's She's the coolest. So, Guinan comes from a race. Her name is Guinan, and mm-hmm. she's the bartender at Ten Forward, which is the bar. Okay. Um, but she's actually hundreds and hundreds probably thousands of years old. Okay. It's like a very ancient race that was mostly uh, killed. Mm-hmm. And well, she talks about it in that scene with Hugh. She talks about it. And it's, they were killed by the Borg. 
they were killed by the Borg. Her but people were? Her people were. Oh, oh wow. So okay. she's really like, no, 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 no. Also, like, she's, it's weird to see her in a kind right. of no, like, shields up situation, same as Picard, because these are usually the two people who are like, diplomats who will mm -hmm. go Most and like accept the other people yeah. they're just like down to you know figure out ways to like interface with other you know civilizations even if they're too different and these are the More two who are the most yeah. adamant to to relate to the right. Borg okay him they both been traumatized by this like basically like weapon civilization Okay. Um, so that's a context for Guinan, which is so interesting. It's so interesting to see her oppose, have like, she made good points about the board. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. This is a good scene. That cool thing where she like tricks him. Yeah. That's cool. It's about to happen. Yeah, okay, it's so cool. Sorry. I love that our podcast is us being like, you know that thing? It's cool. She just looks so good. Look at her. So they're fencing. Also, it's like Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Stewart just fencing. I watch this. Yes. You all right? Uh oh. Yeah. You felt sorry got for him. me. Look what it got you. Mm. It got you, gangster. <laughs> I swear. Also in their sparkly white suits, which is right. like, <laughs> it's hard to pull gangster in that, yeah, you know? Very For sure. In your Met Gala look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so this is when Jordy starts. So that's starts, where she starts. Okay, go ahead. Jordy right. starts um, doing great. Mm -hmm. Bonding with this Borg. And this is how he, he gains through his humanity through interacting with Jordy. I mean, what more can you ask? Isn't, what more can you ask for? Isn't it that's the how cutest? I got my humanity? <laughs> that's how I got interacting mine. with Jordy. Jordy LaForge. Watching nice. Jordy LaForge and also breeding rainbow. Watching Jordy LaForge just be like, like he doesn't matter. He doesn't care if you're like a Borg or Data, an Android, or just like Captain Picard. Uh -huh. Yes. Or like a girl he likes. Uh -huh. He's always like, What are you talking about? Like, yeah. dude, he just like treats you like you're normal. Even he if he has, who is Data? Data is an android. Okay, and apparently, I'll look him up. yeah, he's apparently uh, there's only one of him, except for his brother who has two human of a feeling, and it's <laughs> <laughs> a great way of describing. <laughs> and it's like two human of a feeling. Oh, that dude. Okay, that's Lore. Data. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I got two human of a feeling last night. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he was like, um, yeah, too human of a feeling. <laughs> um, but so you were saying about Jordy, and it's so true. And I, it's my favorite thing about that character is that, like, you know how when somebody's really into like building things and machines, and they're like, you ever met like a true nerd who like a like a real engineer, like somebody who's just like is constantly tinkering with stuff and like they don't really have time to treat people differently in a way. You know what I mean? Like they don't like Jordy doesn't have like his task is it's so interesting to him to figure out what he's doing that he doesn't have time to like think about whether or not to treat this person yeah, like not a person or whatever, right. or like have, you know, he's like, Oh, it's weird that you keep saying that. But like, 
anyway, here's what I find interesting about that. He just has an, such a unique approach. And because it's because he's this engineer that he like thinks about engines and technical stuff all day long. His mind doesn't go there. Yeah, true. Yeah. It just comes from a completely different angle. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's at a different level in several, several like, in terms of like, the Enterprise is, uh, the Federation is a military like research thing, but it's mm-hmm. still military. So there are ranks and like, there's a lot of like formality. And Jordy is like, not informal, but definitely just like who he is. And well, that's he's, it. He's get He gets like, like, he's super turned on by like discovering shit. Like he's just constantly like, oh, I know how we're going to save the ship. And it's like, okay, well, we have 30 seconds to live. And he's like, I got it. And he's like so excited. <laughs> Everybody's about to die. Happens all the time. I know. And, yeah, and he, he treats this Borg dude like he's like, all right, all right, dude. All right, buddy. Right now, like on the screen, there's like three black men, which is amazing because it's not oh, yeah. so usual to see. Well, one of them mm-hmm. is technically Klingon, but he is, you know, Michael Dorn. So that's cool. When Who's they, the guy in the background? We don't know him, He's but it's still like, though. yeah, I know. They just put him back there and he looks good in a uniform and it's, and he has the old uniforms. Oh my God, Alice. What? If you, on What's Netflix, you just like have to set the thing uh, where there's 31, 39 left of the show. Okay. Got it. On it. Those are the old uniforms. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing an old uniform. This is so funny. Wow. I the didn't... the shade of yellow is a little different, huh? Yeah, and also the zipper is the front. Oh. And that's what what's up, that's what's told us. Thirty one, thirty nine. Oh, you okay? And we were waiting for me. I'm there. Thirty one. It's um Picard in his uh, pajamas. No, I mean, when the minute is 1404. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's what I thought. It it, it reversed it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, so they're hanging out outside the... uh, Well, but look uh, at the extra. I see him. That's the only one that fits. Do you see his uniform? It's... um, It zips. It's the old one. Oh, it's... Oh, that old uniform i thought you meant like a original series no, no they just like used the old uniforms to give to the extras for sure that's amazing it's so well, funny because... he looks like a like a kid <laughs> well because <laughs> like onesie on. <laughs> the old the new uniforms are expensive to make he looks like a baby <laughs> he probably like... has little footies on the bottom and he faces so cute but he has his like the onesie <laughs> so weird that the Borg have abs. I know. These like strong abs, they're like longer than life. So Jordy gets in. <laughs> longer than life. This is how he feeds them, right? Yep. Commander. Okay. He's like, look at his little thumb is getting ready. He's so excited. Yeah. He's like, Ooh. And then Worf is like, Commander. See the zipper in the back? We are Borg. You will be assimilated. I swear there was like Resistance a... Resistance is futile. He sounds like a... Around, pal. In Vienna. Um, I was there with my boyfriend and we took a day to go to like... It's November, so everything's dead. It's like 
a Christmas town and we went to a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A dead Christmas town. Go on. It was like a dead <laughs> fucking. It was weird. We went to the, the the park, the fair, and it was so empty. And there's only like four attractions open and they were so fucking creepy. They had like either electronic, like Eastern European music blasting and like laser show. I'm totally going there in November. <laughs> It sounds amazing. It, sounds, it is like I would want to. I would want to experience that. Yeah, it was very weird. <laughs> and then we did a we did a indoor roller coaster. It's supposed to have like it's supposed to be creepy, and everything sounded. It was like a guy singing like the Borg and like a bunch mm. of lasers and like smoke machines and just like oh a roller God. coaster. It's just like and blasting so hard, like really Eastern European. I don't know what else how else to describe it. It's just like. Was it like indoor roller coaster meets haunted house type of situation? But it was more like complete demission. (laughs) Just and then it's just like a bunch of like like a labyrinth made out of like mirrors, and you're just and there's so much smoke and it's so dark and there's lasers and there's like this like electronic music blasting so hard. It was so like a Christmas thing. Frankly, amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's my kind of Christmas. (laughs) So the entire episode, I've been just like. Making Wanting to do a Borg roller coaster. We it would must be amazing. return to the collective. Who's we? We. Oh, he got him. Our Borg. He did. Yeah, but there's only one of you. Do you have a name? A means of identification? Third of five. There were five on your ship. Is that it? Just a number? Third of five. Does kind of suit you. Jordy's so sassy. Okay. Like Loki. This is for you. It regulates the power flow to the frequency that you're used to. This connection should fit that coupling on your arm. Coupling. You're welcome. <laughs> he said, "You welcome." Hey, let's get out of here. Lower the force. Hey, Alice. <laughs> Hi. How, how are you doing? Um, good. We were just recording a podcast, right? Or am I crazy? Yeah, and suddenly yeah. you called again. I had to. I, I had to hang up on you to answer you. Oh God. Well, I stopped being able to hear you. Oh. It's just super silent. So I said I was going to hang up, but I guess you didn't hear that either. Field. Do you hear this? Mm-hmm. Do you hear us? Yes. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Well, you are a part of us. <laughs> you're, also, you're answering my questions. <laughs> yes, exactly. Look, his feeding. Aww. This is me at the smoothie bar. <laughs> <laughs> He's hungry, all right. Yogurt Why land. Do you do yeah, this? that's a fro-yo. I'm just a nice guy at heart. This is this is me at, when I get a mimosa. You are not <laughs> on the plane. Right. And I hope to stay that way. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. He's still being a little bitch by Try then. Okay. Yes, Alice. This scene. So I love this. He's alone. This is the cutest thing in the world. He's by himself. No other Borgs around. But somebody comes in and he's like, oh, you're going to be assimilated. And it's like, 
Nope, that's not what's going on here. No. It's like when you walk into a ch- like a house and there's a one really small dog that's like barking at you. A mm-hmm. tiny Pomeranian and the Pomeranian's like, "Listen, I'm going to fucking kill you." <laughs> and you're like, "No, you're not." You're like, you "No, cuz I'm going to kick you with my foot." You're the size of a tennis ball and the dog's like, "Here, I'm going to rip you up into pieces. I'm going to sink my teeth <laughs> into your bones and I'm going to leave you." To bleed out, and you're like you're really a you're a cotton ball. You're a dirty cotton ball. You're dirty. Um, it's so funny. A smelly it's so one. Cute that he's just like he's like. Well, I gotta do my pitch. Uh, you'll be assimilated. <laughs> so cute. Hey man, hey man, you'll be assimilated. Don't you forget about that? It's okay. Like, it's like <laughs> I, I I want to be like a Borg and then just stand on the highway, like trying to hitch hitchhike people into assimilating. Just like hey. You know what I got. You know what I got from this too is like how like you know kids are like born in like racist households and stuff, and like they come out and they're like totally, yeah, like it's not. And they're like white supremacy, right? And then Jordy, but then they have, but they have a Jordy in their life or somebody (laughs) or an experience, you know, that kind of you know turns them. Yeah, I mean that doesn't happen with all cases, but. And then but it is, especially when they're younger, right? When like, they have a chance. Because this kid, all this kid knows is not having individual critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. And then when somebody's like, you could just think of it differently, it like blows his mind. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and if you do think of it differently, you could be friends with me. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, well, definitely I want that. Right. And so it becomes impossible for him to be the other way anymore which is totally a, a great allegory for like thinking of yourself as white and white supremacy and and all that right because it is like a it's like a it's like a sickness it's like a you have to not have facts and like historical content you have to like be um isolated in a way and in a bubble to experience the reality that way mm-hmm. i find like um well, the idea for this episode originated at a retreat the writing staff took. So what? maybe <laughs> in the fall oh of 1991. God. So I love that they were like desperate for ideas. Who said like, that Ugh. a retreat was useless? You know what I mean? The title of the Wait, episode is an sounds illusion. Sounds like someone in your life said it. Oh, really? It's specific. I thought it was like what people were saying around town. No. Town? No. <laughs> it's LA. Everybody's always on a retreat. Really? I haven't spoken to my agents in six years. Oh my God. <laughs> I was, a six year retreat? I was in a retreat you know, too. I went to a retreat in Africa. Great. Yeah, I know. That's how I did. <laughs> That's when you were in South great. Africa? I wasn't upset. It was a retreat. I mean, I came up with a lot yeah. of ideas. Um, the title of, <laughs> yes, of she the was in episode, South Africa to answer your question. It was good. Huh. I miss them. I miss everyone in South Africa. You just like joke around and then they're they joking back. Everyone, everyone you talk to in service or not, they're just like smile at them and they smile back and you're like, okay. And then you joke and then they, they're like laugh and they joke back. And I'm like, it's my people. I don't know. It's like, well, <laughs> I was well, telling everyone also- in Venezuela, like, these are our friends. These are our friends. We have to come here. It's good. So. Veronica, you're also like the most good looking person in the world. So well, like, like <laughs> Yes. So sometimes stunning. I'm like, Veronica's like, I walked into this 
thing. And everyone gave me all the money. It's you know, I just have this personality. And you're like, well, okay, you're also a 12. People are so you're nice. You're also a 12. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't work for everybody. Don't feel like a 12. <laughs> doesn't work for sixes. I thought it was. I thought it was just like, you kind of joke and then they're like, haha. You do have an, effect, an infectious joy. So in this little like cage, technological cage thing mm -hmm. is where they made Picard come back from the Borg. Okay. I don't know how you like install all those tubes and pipes in someone and Sexual then just like for that, take them out. Take them out, yeah. So he can participate in the destruction of his entire species. Hi. I know, Hi. I know. I'm back. In, in effect. So I'm looking at the... I'm here to help, but I don't have to like it. Her hair reminds me of Diane from Cheers. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Correct. I'm a big hair person. Sorry. Mm. It's cute. The forest of transporter room three. I can't see her hair right now, Kimberly, but sorry. Energize. Well, you'll have so to take this a picture. Is the exact positions. I mean, my God. Mm -hmm. What scene are you at, guys? When Jordy puts Borg in the... Oh, right, 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 right. I'm back. That okay. location is so cool. Mm -hmm. I know. I They rarely... They do that. I think they were there for... Um, Dr. Crusher. Dr. Crusher. Data's... When Data made a child. Yeah. Also when Picard got turned back into human. And... Uh, Wait, so Data had a baby? He made a baby. He, he made, made a robot. Well, he like constructed her. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was sad. Lal. Because... Did and, Lal die? Yeah, she yeah. she couldn't like Data couldn't create what his creator had done with him. Aww. It was very hard for him. It was like it couldn't be sustained. Aww. Yet the technology is not sufficient. I know. Right. And also, uh, Lal could pick any kind of um, appearance, gender, mm -hmm. race, alien race. Like they could pick just anything and. She just picked like to be a girl. So Lal was yeah. Data's god, Data's or creator, crea whatever. Yeah, okay. Data's Data is the creator of Lal. Okay. And her Data's dad is um, Doctor Noonien Soong is the name of Data's dad, the guy who created Data. And Lore is Data's brother. Okay. And mm -hmm. Lore is the one that has too human of an of an emotion. Too human of an emotion. <laughs> Too human a feeling. Oh, too so human he, a he feeling. Had, so he had to go like fly away, honestly. So they explained to him. Why? It's my duty to help those who are hurt. You give us food. Yeah. Is that your duty? Cute. Yeah, that's right. Listen, third of five, Dr. Crusher here has repaired a lot of the damage to your biochip implant. We want to run a few tests, make sure everything's working okay. Tests. I'd like to show you a few diagrams and ask you some questions about them. It's very simple, really. You will be assimilated. Yes, but before that happens, <laughs> we ask you a few questions. He is not with that. Jordy is just like, no. Terrific. I love that so I much. I know. Yeah, no, I know, but. <laughs> what is your designation? Designation? Third of five. You mean our names? We don't have designations. She's so excited. We she understood names. what he meant. 
Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. Is ooh, 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 I got this one. Do I have a name? Do you want one? Amazing, okay. right? Like, who would have that reaction? I'm Beverly. Jordy is amazing. Jordy. And you? Do I have a name? Do you want you. one? You. No, no, wait a minute. That's it. That's it. You. Chango. What do you think? <laughs> oh, okay. You. No, not you. Hugh. <laughs> It's a real sounds, who's on sounds first. Like a like a test for someone okay. with English wow. as a second language. It's just like what is going <laughs> on as an ESL. If vibe. I didn't have the if I didn't have the closed captions, I would have been like, what is going on in this fucking scene? <laughs> so fucking Not hard. You. You. My name is you. You. Oh, you. God. It's like learning Mandarin you. over here. You. What wow. the fuck is going on? <laughs> Oh my god. That color looks now good with her hair. She is. Yeah, She's this popping. is good. Yeah. Her coloring is cor- is correct. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, Which one is it? That's why she went into medicine, to be honest. This one. That's right. Because it was not, the best code for it's her. exciting. For her skin tone. That blows the top right off of the spatial acuity percentiles. So the guy is smarter than anyone in the ship. So what I want to go to and before we conclude is this episode. So Jordy basically makes Guinan understand that she should open up to the idea of talking to the Borg, Mm -hmm. which is pretty amazing because it's kind of like in that same analogy, right? Like if someone's like a white supremacist or has like this like... uh, group mentality of whatever you know of like other people don't matter the same as me and then and then of course people who have been like wronged by this group will be like fuck them no fuck mm-hmm. those people kill them whatever uh, right but what jordy is doing is the opposite he's just like no maybe let's see the humanity in this like bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> this little mm-hmm. guy and Guinan is like so wise and so old and so like usually right and in this episode she gets to be humbled by this individual or like the individuation of a few right uh so that's also like it's it's interesting because if you've been watching star trek for five seasons at this point you're you know that it's weird that Guinan gets like Mm-hmm. An opportunity to be humbled mm-hmm. this way, mm-hmm. humbled yeah. down actually, um, and for humbled Picard, down. for Picard humbled as well, down. it's just like so <clears throat> so odd. But I think it's helpful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like healing for the entire episode to be like for Picard. It's about his um, his abusers, right? And mm-hmm. then like they violated him, and then for Guinan, it's about like the people who eliminated her, 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 her people. people, right? Uh, so it's also like you know. It's heavy for both of them. And and yet Jordy is like, here's this bridge. Um yeah. and also And I guess it takes younger people to kind of do that too. Because I'm assuming Jordy is Yeah. Kind of closer like, to the age young, of the adolescent. Yeah. Board. And that's young why bu- I support Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so little plug there. <laughs> when I first started creating this invasive program, I didn't have a problem. Jokes. The more I work with you, the more. Uh, Hugh. Oh. <laughs> what you call him? Is that, what color is that? Prune, <laughs> raspberry? Well, it's it in between there. It's, it's very regal. Oh, so now you have a Borg gorgeous. named Hugh. Crushed right? velvet. It's nothing like what I expected. How so? 
I don't know. It's... It's like he's just some kid who's far away from home. Do you know that you are the second person today to refer to that Borg as though it was some sort of lost child? Anyway, I'm having second thoughts about what we're doing here. I mean, programming him like some sort of walking bomb, sending him back to destroy the others. Let me tell you something. When that kid's big brothers come looking for him, they're not gonna stop till they find him. And then they're gonna come looking for us, and they will destroy us. And they will not do any of the soul-searching that you are apparently doing right now. Then why don't you go and talk to him? It might not be so clear-cut then. Because I wouldn't have anything to say. <sighs> then why don't you just listen? Ooh. That is what you do best, isn't it? Ah, Jordy's so good. Jordy's so good. Jordy's this is how Jordy is with everybody on the whole ship. So who are like Jordy's it. people? He's human. Yeah, they're both they're both um they're both Federation officers. Gotcha. And he's blind. That's why he wears that uh the visor. apparatus. Okay. So he's, he's blind, like blind. And then the visor helps him see like UV and some like components and stuff like that. He mm. his view his vision is different. And but the visor gives him a headache forever, so yeah. he always has All a headache. Time. Okay, constantly. It's unacknowledged, but they set always it up in the first episode, and it was the truth. So now this is Brett just said five minutes in a little like posted he recycled. Uh huh. <laughs> Good. Glad I know how it was delivered. I just want to paint a full picture. <laughs> Being resourceful. So okay. Right. an amazing so, outfit. Unfortunately, we have to wrap up. I mean, this no, this was things do, isn't it? I don't have any this real criticisms of this time. episode except for when Picard is like, uh, you know, when they were testing on animals and they had to like make sure they didn't feel bad for them. Oh yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> that was an effed up line. When? Yeah, when he was talking to Jordy about when centuries ago they would do tests on animals <laughs> and people would feel attached i suggest you like break off this attachment and it's like okay cr fine if you think of the borg as an animal in some one way or another but like but animals we don't do that anymore to animals so like why is that okay I don't know. It's kind of fucked up, but they did write this up the show like thirty years ago, so it comes yeah, through. Ninety two. Even though they're like oh, so, you're listen, right. oh so like um, modern in terms of like how they present ideas about mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's still like I, I also, thirty year he's, old writer. He's talking room. about it as an antiquated uh, activity, animal testing, and he's talking about it as like we used to do this horrible thing and when we did it we had to be shitty so mm -hmm. be shitty you know what i mean like that's kind of what he's saying yeah separate yourself from your feelings yeah so this is the the borgen gunan rook let us some of us survived resistance is not futile no oh but thanks to you there are very few of us left are scattered throughout the galaxy. We don't even have a home anymore. She's so cute. 
What you are saying is that you are lonely. What? You have no others. You have no home. Mm. We are also lonely. Hmm. Uh oh. Guinan got changed. Everyone got changed. You get changed. You get changed. You get changed. I'm just like you. I'm just like you, 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 you. Sue? Alice is FaceTiming for Sorry. real. <clears throat> Hi, Alice. I lost connection, vo vo oh. I lost connection with the lost her again. No. Um, audio, so I just wanted to say hi. Let's see. Let's see, Alice. I want to see Kimberly's hair. No. I dyed no, my Alice. hair. No. No? No. You can, we can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me. I, I put... Oh, it's not... Now it's better. Now it's happening. Look, I dyed my Alice. hair. Hi. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, look at me. I'm a cam girl. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> are a cam girl. Hair. Wow. You did it yourself? No, they dyed it here. It took five hours. Oh, shit. They dyed it what? She's like blonde. You're a blonde tips. Blonde tips? Yeah, it's supposed to look like I did it myself. But it, I didn't. It took five hours in a salon. That's hmm. so fucking crazy. So we have to wrap the show. How are we going to wrap this amazing episode? I mean, there's so much more to learn that we didn't cover. because we were. There's so much more to learn. Let's wrap with a song. We're trying to analyze it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically what happens here is that they figure out a way to make Bork make, cute. So make they're like, let's make him really cute. And adorable. Mm -hmm. And then he'll think of himself as a person. He's they're like, oh, he thinks he's a person. And then like, mm, wait a minute. If he thinks he's a person, he's gonna go back to his other people who don't think they're people and be like, you know what it like it's like it they take this little racist kid, they make him unracist, and then imagine <laughs> if all racists were connected with these tubes and you could like Which infect them with critical thinking. <laughs> yeah. If that worked Wow, it's basically like taking Fox News and then like if you took Fox News and put like one fact on there right. and then everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, right, right. People would start to be like, so that is the idea. And so we don't know if it works or not because the way the episode wraps up doesn't, um, you know, I feel like this could be a two-parter. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah, because I was wondering if he they, even they, remembered Jordy because Jordy was like, you know, he was like, I'll, I'll try, try to, to remember, remember you, you yeah. which is so sad. I know. I'll, bye, Jordy. I'll try to remember you. And then he looks back at Jordy right before he leaves. Yeah. He's obsessed with and Jordy. It's like a puppy Jordy, who got like, get. rescued. Mm -hmm. And when he's leaving the Enterprise, he says to Picard, I do not want to forget that I am Hugh. And Picard's like, Okay, energize. <laughs> like he doesn't know how to deal with it. <laughs> so I mean, it could go either way, right? That's how I I saw it as like kind of a open ended ending. Yes, and then later on, there's more iterations of the Borg in other Star Treks in this in this show as well. So we do know eventually what happens with it, but but not in this episode. When do we find mm -hmm. out? Tell me. Um, t a few weeks from now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing. 
You're going to get a letter. <laughs> it's good. It's funny when, um, to me, when, when Hugh, the moment that he realizes he has a choice mm -hmm. between like going back or just basically a choice. The idea of having a choice being like new to him. I was just trying to figure out like a moment where there's something that's not even like real to me. I mean, I haven't even thought of that dimension. And mm -hmm. then suddenly it's yeah. like presented to me like, oh, you could just have, like when I find out about how people move their money or like financial stuff, mm -hmm. how much money you can make doing whatever and whatnot, I'm just like, wait a minute. Yeah, like you, a whole new world just opens up to you. Yeah, like or like, like and the cool thing is, is usually it's not with like, privilege, right? So like when I yes. find out about what, People who have certain privilege do, and I'm always like, what the It blows fuck? your mind. And when I found out about my own privilege, my it didn't take one second, right? It took like many, like many years, and it's still an evolving thing. Like when you're whoever you are in society, positioned in whatever way, you only have your experiences to go on. And then finding out about other experiences takes time. So imagine that you could like, take all that time it takes learning about other people's experiences and then like cement it into one pill or like one little tube. That's what Hugh is doing to everybody right now. So it's just like that, like, it's not like if Fox News has a fact, it's like if they could feel what it feels like to be free of, you know, all their ignorance or whatever in one second, like, mm -hmm. ah! plus like re realizing like, <laughs> Oh yeah, we ah! have, we have choices. <laughs> Like, oh, my daughter doesn't hate me. <laughs> like, even the idea, like, uh, when I found out about body pillows and that suddenly I was using them, I was just mm. like, why haven't I been suffering great, all my life? And then I could just, analogy. like, hug this cold thing. That you know, I think, forget the racist one. I like that. That's what it <laughs> That's is. That's a good one. But it's kind of like, yeah, body pillows. like you, you live your life harder. And then suddenly you realize some other people mm. had been doing something that they knew all along and mm -hmm. you're like how did i not find out it's yeah because i wasn't in that the right context for it and suddenly you're like oh life is so much easier oh you can just call and get the tickets oh you can just like yeah mm -hmm. like the first time somebody just said to me like do uh, why don't you why don't you go take a cold shower and i said you mean a shower <laughs> and that's when i realized people had been showering hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow no, you. What a day for Last you. Last night, I Did was. Did you take Allison. a hot shower after learning that? Yeah, and I've been doing ever since. Uh, I mean, how to hide? Once have you know, been. once you once you shower hot, you know, you really don't go back. I, know, I was out last night with some friends from the show. Anyway, and um, it sounds like I'm bragging, but there was a moment in which somebody said, "Do you remember when he was this guy?" He goes, "Remember when throwing stars were really cool for a while?" And we were like. What? And he's like, yeah, it was like when I was like eight. And I'm like, no, you were just a kid. <laughs> That's not like a trend. It was your trend. You went through it's it. It's not like, like, hey, you guys remember when like your your underwear was just the bathroom? <laughs> like, no, that's not a trend. It's a phase. a baby. <laughs> phase. Alice, so like, we have to wrap yeah. this one. Okay. okay. We have more guests, pictures okay. to take, you okay. know, Treks to discuss. Kimberly has a life, believe it or not, like that she has I to believe, get back to. I do to. believe it. Yeah. I do believe it. Yeah. I wish we had more technical errors for you, Kimberly. Oh, it's but... all good. Well, look at this one. Can you see my hand? 
Nope, I can't. There we go. That's an error. You look like you're okay. trying to like trip wire. Yeah, you're like defuse the bomb. Except just like create <laughs> annoying noise for no reason. That's fun for you. It's very fun. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go make some soup and I'll be back in a minute to record with our next guest. Yay. Bye, Alice. Thank you. Good to see you. Kimberly, thank you so much for Thanks being here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. You're an absolute joy in every way. You, if you have I anything to plug. feel the same way about you. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to plug before we go? Well, I don't really have anything in particular to plug. I'm always at Flappers Comedy Club, um, 9 o'clock on Sundays. I host a show there. Flappers. Flappers is in Burbank. In Burbank, guys, California. And, and I love Flappers. Please come out. Yeah, so and fun. then I'm going to be at the R Bar um, first week in December on Wednesday doing the Blam 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 show. Oh, that's Woo-hoo. a great show. I love that show. That's a great show. Yeah. I always bomb, but I still love it. Oh, please. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, come see Kimberly and Alice. Do you need anything? No. <laughs> Alice, do you need anything? No, I'm just going to get some soup. All right. Well, see you then. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much Bye. for being here. And remember to follow us at Trex in the City on Instagram. And um, what is our Twitter? Trex in the City. <laughs> it's actually Trex in the City. LOL, Veronica Sorio. This is who I am. This is <laughs> what I am. And I'm trying to improve. So there we go. Well, bye, guys. Thank you so much. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. And mastered by Anna Rubinova. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Ew.